the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Oops. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And ho, 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 uh, it's getting close to Christmas. You know, it's uh, all week long I've been just uh, reflecting. And so we're going to continue that. This will be my last uh, live show uh, before Christmas. Christmas is Sunday. Tomorrow I'll, I recorded a show. So I'm going to open the phone line. You know, I'd love to know, what what is your greatest gift you've ever gotten? Uh, or how about this? What about in the last year? What was the best gift that you received in 2022? Uh, how about this one, though? What is the best gift you gifted somebody else in 2022? Uh, and really, that's what we want to talk about today. Today, we want to talk about, you know, I've called today's show Better to Give Than to Receive. Uh, and, you know, I'm in the holiday spirit. This is pretty much my last real day of work. I mean, uh, i got a live radio show and, uh, uh, you know, and so I'm reflecting, slowing down. I'm eating a lot of sweets, a lot of junk, seven layer bars. I made this incredible Mr. Black fruit cake. It's like a, it's like the best carrot cake you ever had. So I've been eating a lot of sugar. Uh, Almond Roca, my wife makes, uh, seven layer bars, uh, made some fudge. And we give so much away. I love giving tins and tins. We'll probably give away 40 tins uh, of homemade treats this year besides the other stuff we do. And so I am in a holiday mood. And so I'd love to open the phone line, 651-289-4466. Just me and Spencer just hanging out, just the two of us talking and thought we'd include the rest of you in it, you know, because, hey, that's what we do at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time on AM 1570. That's uh, on Spencer's schedule. It's on Mr. Black's schedule. And by the grace of God, it sounds like uh, it's on your schedule or you wouldn't be hearing me right now. And so uh, let's talk about Christmas. You know, it's time to reflect. Uh, I want to keep in the holiday spirit. You know, at Christmas, we celebrate the babe in the manger, right? The babe in the manger. And by the way, you know, when that babe grew up and he got a little bit older, you know, when he got older, Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, but not do as I say? He also said, if you love me, you'd listen to me. And actually, he said, if you love me, you'd keep my commandments. And that uh, means listen to me. You know, the Bible says in a marital relationship that men, we are called to love our wives like Christ loved the church. And men, if you don't know what that means, that means uh, even when they're not lovable. Yep, that's what I said. Not that uh, your wife would ever be that way or my wife, right? But the other wives, you know that. 
that means love them even when they're not lovable, just like Christ loves us while we were still sinners, right? I think it's Romans 5, 8. While we were still sinners, uh, Christ demonstrated his love for us and died for us. So if you love me, you'd listen to me. What does that mean? Well, women, think about this. God tells us husbands to love our wives like Christ loves the church, but what does he say to women? He tells women to respect their husbands. Now, that is interesting. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, ladies, if you care to know, uh, and Spencer would probably agree with me if I asked him, uh, to a man, love is respect. So you cannot disrespect a man and say you love him, ladies. It just doesn't work that way. So to a man, uh, it is to love them. But it's a it's a, a more manly type of love, and that type of love is called respect. Uh, and think about this. What is one of the greatest ways we disrespect somebody? If you're a parent, you know the answer. By not listening to us, right? We get so mad at our children. They say they love us. They We want to protect them. We want to guide them. And yet they won't listen. And I don't know about you guys, but, you know, there's a lot of people in my life that unless I yell, they don't hear me. You know, and anybody that knows me knows I hate to scream. I really do. Now, some of you are laughing. Some of you just spit up coffee. Some of you just choked on your little donut because you think Mr. Black doesn't like yelling. What? I don't. I really don't. If you knew me, I really don't. And so when we disrespect someone, you know what the greatest way we do is by not listening to them. And so God says, if you love me, you'd listen to me. And how do we listen to him? Well, in the old days, you read the book of Hebrews, it said God spoke to us in prophets and dreams and in visions. Uh, but today, uh, we have something called the Word. John, right? John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was uh, with God, and the Word was God, and the Word dwelt among us. That's the first chapter of the book of John, the book of love, one of the four Gospels. The Word. You know, Jesus is the word of God. And you know what else is the word of God? The Bible is the word of God. And so I hate to tell you, but it's it's Jesus is the Bible. Now, that's not my opinion. This is an opinion show. Uh, that That's fact. It's the, called the transitive principle. Look up your logic. It says this. If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. Duh. You don't need to be an Einstein to figure that out. So if Jesus is the word of God and the word of God is the Bible, which it is, both of those are true statements. You cannot deny those are scriptural accurate. So Jesus is the Bible. So how can you say you follow to Jesus when you don't read his word? Because how do you stay connected to him? And that's why an old friend of mine, a guy who uh, called, uh, texted me yesterday because I told him that, you know, basically said, hey, he used to be a friend. I've lost this friend because... He found this woman that the, someone other than the guy of the Bible brought him and pulled him away from God, pulled him away from me, pulled him away from common sense, probably going to separate him from his money, separate him from his happiness, kind of get him on some medication because his whole family thinks he needs medication, and she'll support that, and at some point, she'll get control of his money because he's mentally unstable, and voila, I watch a lot of Dateline, <laughs> right? So today, what I want to talk about is, are you listening to him? Jesus is considered at the least, even if you don't believe in his deity, at the least to be a, a, a wise man, to be a, a religious leader, a man imbued with unearthly wisdom. And so as we celebrate the reason for the season, I want us to remember. 
something that Jesus did say. And what he did say, it is better to give than to receive. Now, this is important because a lot of people say things all the time that aren't in the Bible, but they think they're biblical. One of my favorite uh, is the one that, uh, you know, God wouldn't give me more than I could handle. I just wish she didn't trust me so much. Now, for some reason, people think that's in the Bible. Here's why. Because they don't read the Bible. And see, I want to help you. See, I, I don't just complain about it. I do it. So every day I send out to a thousand plus people a scripture. And you can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Very bottom right-hand corner, you can hit the thing that says uh, uh, follow. If you hit that, type in your email address, and every morning when I uh, post my scripture, and I do every day for 12 years, um, it'll, it'll go right to you. Or if you want me to, text me, uh, 817-657-4921, and I'll personally text it to you every day, like I do to about 450 people. So I sent it to you. But see, you got to know, and today we're going to talk about that. You know, if we're celebrating the season of the of the babe in the manger, then the babe in the manger grew up, and the babe in the manger wrote gave us a great book. And in that book, the babe in the manger, who is now a wise, wise leader, gave us the rules to life. And that wise, wise leader, I personally believe, and many of you out there believe, that he was the incarnate Jehovah. He was God in form. He was the, the second of the Trinity, Jesus, Yahweh incarnate. There was Yahweh in the spirit. In the Old Testament, they believe that. And then there was Yahweh incarnate. Jews believe that. But because of Jesus and the whole Messiah and the ugliness, they had to get rid of that concept, although it's all through Scripture. Read Psalm 82. I give you a lot of Psalms. And so today, we're going to talk about what did Jesus say, but the most important thing we're going to talk about, because it's Christmas, and whether you believe in the deity of Christ or not, you do know this, that it's better to give than to receive. And it is the babe in the manger himself, about 30 years after being the babe in the manger, who said it. And today, we're going to break that down. We're going to take a look at it. Is that truth? Is it better to give than to receive? Well, Come back in three minutes. Let's talk about it. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Hello, this is Mr. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, a master trainer for Like It Matters Leadership Training. End of the year giving is a tradition in our great country. For in this season of giving, we realize how blessed we are and how much we can bless others. Like It Matters has a registered nonprofit where we help people of all colors, creeds, religions, and beliefs. At Like It Matters, we have many ministries we fund in addition to our daily radio show that helps with mental health and personal motivation. We also freely give our life-saving training, and we have ministries around the world. Whether it's an orphanage in Uganda, scientists in India, Christ Satisfies Ministries in Tampa Bay, or Minneapolis. When we see a need, we meet those needs. Your donations are needed to change lives, to give hope, and to help people know that they matter. Please consider a year-end tax-deductible donation. Go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. May God bless you accordingly. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And you know, it's pretty easy to do that at Christmas time. You know, it's it's a blessing. And today we're just reflecting. We're talking. You know, it's kind of like a fireside chat. You know, Spencer and I are hanging out. He's got an ugly Christmas uh, a sweater on. So do I. He's got a jingle bell hat. You can see in your mind you can do whatever you want. See, that is what's so powerful. You know, uh, we celebrate Christmas, but it's the birth of Jesus, but it's really about God, and we don't want to talk about it anymore. And, and God's Word is important. When was the last time you just opened God's Word? Well, you know the cool thing? If you open it right now, you start at the beginning. The book's called Genesis. There's 66 books uh, written by 40 authors. I think it covers a span of about 1,500 years, although it does go to the end of time, the New Jerusalem, so technically you can add 1,007 years. But the very opening line of the Bible is fascinating. In the beginning. And then it's so it kind of establishes, and it doesn't tell you what beginning, because in the Bible there are, I think, the three different times, or four different times where it says in the beginning, and believe it or not, they're all talking about different beginnings. But it's interesting, because in the beginning, God created. And so I always tell people to stop right there. We Our first introduction, God is as creator, Right? Uh, he created this beautiful world. He created you, me. He created our opportunities. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, pro- plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. Right? Uh, what is it? Ephesians 2 8 then goes, uh, For we are God's masterpiece, workmanship, uh, prepared in advance. We're supposed to walk through good works. God's in advance set up good works. Don't you get it? God's omniscient, He sees everything. Think about this. When Jesus told uh, Peter to go out and uh, throw a line off the deck right there and catch a fish, in that fish he'll find two coins to pay the temple tax. Now, I want you to ask, ask yourself this thing. How far back did God have to go to set that up? I mean, so God knew 
that at that moment, remember, Peter was still right next to him. So God knew at the moment when Peter actually left his presence, walked out to that area that he was going to then get a fishing pole and then put it in the water. See, God had to put that fish, that one specific fish, not every fish in that water had two coins in it. You get this? So God had to know exactly when that fish would be there, make sure no other fish were around, so that when Peter put a hook in the water, that exact fish, now that fish, God had to at some point earlier put in a place where someone else would then drop two coins, or at least one, and then maybe someone else dropped a coin, where that fish would have to eat that coin, keep it in its body, and then maybe find another coin to eat it, and then travel wherever it was going to travel to. And at that moment in time, be right there when Peter was going to drop that fish in the line. And that fish had to be born. Do you see how far back do you go? He's omniscient. And so I don't know about you, but if there's an all-knowing, pre-existent, ancient of days. And he loved me. He loved me so much that he gave me one of the greatest gifts of all, that he came down in the form of man and said, I had great news for all you people, that even though you're not good enough for me, I'm going to make you good enough for me. I'm going to become you, and I'm going to do what I'm asking you to do is live a perfect life, but I'll do it for you. But then I'm going to go ahead and take on all your screw-ups, all your messes, all your dirtiness, and put them on me, and then I'm going to brutally be beaten and tortured and bled out. Why? Because sin, which separates you from me, uh, has a price, and that price is blood. And there's life in the blood. And so every year, for the last thousand years, I've had you take your best once a year and slaughter it, shed its blood to cover, to atone for your sins, to, to basically make you okay with me for a, a little while. But at some point, uh, I'm going to take on all the sin in the world. I'm going to shed my blood for the last time. But it won't just atone for your sins. It'll remove them as far as the east is from the west. And if you know why he says as far as the east is from the west and not the north is from the south, because God made everything. And you keep going east and it never becomes west. And you keep going west and it never becomes east. But if you go up north, at some point you go around it, it becomes south. If you go down south, at some point it comes around, it goes north. It's fascinating. So you need to know the Bible. You know, I study the Quran as well. And there's some cool things in the Quran. 70% of it's from the Bible. There's some weird stuff too, let's be honest. There's some weird stuff in the Bible too. Virgin birth, floating axe heads, talking donkey, a dude living inside of, uh, of the belly of a great fish for three days. People... A hundred years old giving birth naturally. I mean, come on, there's some freaky stuff in the Bible. Guess what? I believe it all. See, that's what faith is. See, that's what faith. God gave us the gift of faith. And you know what we give him back on Christmas? The gift of faith. It's a regifting. See, that's the cool thing about God the Father. Everything that we give, he already gave us. And that cool? It's, everything's a regift. Because everything we possess, God owns. That's what, right? It's, uh, what is it, Psalm 50. Psalm 50 says uh, he makes his ownership statement. I think it's 10 through 12. He states emphatically, 
Every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountain and everything that moves in the field is mine. God owns all the cattle on all the hills. It's all his. And so one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself is to study the word. I asked, and the phone lines are open, 651-289-4466. You want to get real? You want to go with the black man? <laughs> 651-289-4466. But we're talking real. The greatest gift, I'm going to tell you right now, that you can give the world and yourself is you getting the word. Because the good book says from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so, man, if you keep putting the word in you, when you get squeezed by life and you will, what do you think is going to come out of you? You know, if I knocked over some Hawaiian punch on your tile floor and I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And I want to go out there and I want to clean up my mess. So I go under your cabinet. And I said, man, listen, I'll take care of this. You, you know, you just, this is on me. How disrespectful. Where are your sponges at? You say they're under my sink. I go under your sink. I grab a sponge. I take it out of his brand new wrapper. I clean up my mess. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, when, you, when I squeeze that sponge, you expect some red liquid to come out of it because that's what I cleaned up with it. Uh, same scenario, let's say I'm uh, uh, drinking a brown soda. And again, I knock it over. I'm so sorry, sir, ma'am, man. I, I, what a slob I am. Listen, let me clean up this mess. You stay seated. Where do you keep the sponges? You tell me they're under the kitchen sink. So I go under your kitchen sink. I grab a, a sponge. I take it out of his wrapper, and I clean up my mess. Now, unless you think I'm a magician, because you know your floor is pretty clean, that you know that when I squeeze that sponge, what's going to come out of it is brown soda. Probably no dirt either because you're, you're a good housekeeper. Why would you say brown soda? See, what you're saying was because that's what you put in it. So are you telling me that the only thing that can come out of that sponge is what you put in that sponge? Yeah, you're right. In the story, we are the sponge. So you need to know what the good book says. There's a lot of things out there that, you know, hear all the time. My body, my choice. That's not biblical. If you call yourself a Christian, then quit lying. You low thief, your body is gone. It was given up for God. God gave it for you. That's what you baptize. You die to your old self. Your body is not your own. It is bought with a price, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. That body of yours is owned by Jesus the Christ, is owned by God the Father. And if you're married, there's another owner on there besides God. Your spouse owns that body. The Bible says, do not withhold it except for certain times. So there's a lot of things, you know, a spare the rod, spoil the child. Now, here's one of those things that the actual verbiage is not in the Bible, but the meaning is, you know, it's, it's quoting, you know, uh, what is it? Proverbs thirteen twenty four: he who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is careful to discipline him. And God even says, listen, don't be offended that you're chastised. Don't be offended that you're, that you're punished by me or disciplined. He doesn't punish us. He disciplines. He's going to punish in the great tribulation. We were not made for that type of tribulation. That's Jacob's trouble. Uh, the Jews got a price to pay and the, so they can be brought back in the fold. Uh, that's all. Uh, they're still his children. Uh, we were, we've been engrafted, uh, us Gentiles. Uh, they, made, they made the Jews jealous. That's what God said. I'm going to make him jealous. So I'm going to let the Gentiles in too. That anyone who calls on the name of Jesus. Uh, the, oh, there's only one name under heaven, under earth, that men shall call on to be saved. And that name is Jesus. So you got to know that even though spare the rod, spoil the child is not verbally in the, or textually in the Bible, it is absolutely a biblical principle. Uh, 
when you do when you don't discipline your kid, you lead them astray. You let them pay no consequences. You know, one of my favorite ones, you've heard this one before, money is the root of all evil. Uh, it, that's not true at all. It says the love of money. Oh, my gosh. Uh, ministry costs a lot of money. You know, salvation is free. It's a gift. You can't pay for a gift. But ministry costs a lot of money. I need your money. We got this radio show. We got uh, classes that change people's lives, saves people's lives. I'm, I'm funding ministries in Uganda, uh, in Gambia, and uh, India. I need your money. But it's the love of money. You should love God. Why do you think America is struggling? God, America let us go. Th- I mean, God let us go through financial crisis. He wanted to see, do we love him? Read uh, Deuteronomy 8.3. I wanted to test you. I took you out in the desert for 40 years. I wanted to test your heart, see if you love me. See if you keep my commandments. Here's one that I hear a lot that's not in the Bible. God don't like ugly. <laughs> I don't know. God uses the ugly things to make him beautiful. That's what Romans 8.28 is. God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him or are called according to his purpose. God didn't want David to have sex with Bathsheba. God didn't want uh, David to get Uriah killed. God didn't want what happened to Tamar to happen to Tamar. So, no, just that's a historical book. God's telling you what happened. Uh, not what he wanted to happen. So today we're talking about something Jesus did say. And after the break, I'm going to give you 20 reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. 20 of them. So stay tuned. After these commercial messages, we'll be right back. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net. Some days I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hello, this is Mr. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, a master trainer for Like It Matters Leadership Training. End-of-the-year giving is a tradition in our great country. 
For in this season of giving, we realize how blessed we are and how much we can bless others. Like It Matters has a registered nonprofit where we help people of all colors, creeds, religions, and beliefs. At Like It Matters, we have many ministries we fund. In addition to our daily radio show that helps with mental health and personal motivation, we also freely give our life-saving training, and we have ministries around the world. Whether it's an orphanage in Uganda, scientists in India, Christ Satisfies Ministries in Tampa Bay, or Minneapolis, when we see a need, we meet those needs. Your donations are needed to change lives, to give hope, and to help people know that they matter. Please consider a year-end tax-deductible donation. Go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. May God bless you accordingly. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today... We are talking about it is better to give than to receive. And uh, it's something that Jesus said. And, you know, we are celebrating the babe in the manger. And so, man, at least on his uh, celebration day, can we at least honor him and listen to him uh, and pay attention to what he said? So, you know, Jesus, when he walked this planet, he never wrote anything. Uh, but he said a lot. He spoke to a lot. He impacted a lot. Uh, one of the greatest sermons ever given, uh, Matthew 5 through 7, the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, it's the greatest ever. Man, what if you every day this uh, week before Christmas, you just read Matthew chapter 5 through 7. It's the greatest sermon ever give. Uh, it's it's powerful. It's basically God's ability uh, to share a message so powerful and so light. You know, and he starts it so cool. You know, I love the message. Tra- uh, that's not a translation. It's more of a um, a paraphrase, if you will. But Matthew 5 in the message, when Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, uh, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught his climbing companions. This is what he said. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there's more of God in his rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you embrace Be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourself proud, owners of everything that can be bought. You're blessed that can't be bought. Sorry. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God, his food and drink and the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and heart put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourself blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company. 
my prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind uh, kind of trouble. And see, yesterday I shared with about my former friend Dave, who have, you know he credits me for saving his life. Thought I led him to into the kingdom with Jesus, but you know he about a year and a, a year and a couple months ago he stopped getting my texts about God. He didn't like the blood. Yeah, he goes to a church every Sunday with his uh, fiance's mom, and his uh, fiance is anti-God, anti. But she's she's pantheistic. Everything's in God. God's in everything. She's a New Ager. And then he texted me yesterday. Said, "I'd appreciate it if you don't call me New Age." I didn't mention his name, and I said, "Don't do this again. Or I'll I'll block you." And I said, "I'll continue to do what I've done in seven years, and that's to share my opinion." New Age, get a Bible. New Age is spirituality without Jesus Christ. Don't tell me what words mean. I'll tell you what words mean. I got a dictionary. I got lots of them. Uh, you might be able to push your woke crap on the rest of this country and everybody else, but you don't get my dictionary, people. Uh, words have meaning. And don't let someone else change the meaning of your words. This is the perversion of the world. You know, there's something we, we call the astrology, right? Oh my gosh, that's so bad as a Christian you should ever do it. No, what's bad about astrology is that you're seeking somebody's help for your future, your fortune telling. God calls that divination. He calls that wicked. But you got to know that there's something that the Jews have called the Maseroth. See, this is what the world does. They take it and they twist it. See, this is what New Age is. All this spirituality was about Jesus. And Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. That's why we celebrate his birthday around the world. Even people that don't believe in his deity, we celebrate Christmas. So, you know, you got to know these things. The first century Christians, historical Jews, saw the heavenly scrolls called the Maseroth. Today we call it Zodiac. It was sacred and kept its mysteries until the church was institutionalized. Jesus tells us, you know how to read the weather but cannot read the signs of the times. And there's a huge difference between astrology, interpreting the signs of the heavenly scroll, and what the world does today is worshiping those planet stars. And then the stars don't tell your future. They tell God's story. See, what the world does, just like you know, the, this old friend of mine and his new age fiance who's destroying him, uh, they pervert it. So they think they can have a connection with God without Jesus. They don't want to talk about the blood. She mocked Jesus. You know what she said why she doesn't believe the Bible? It's old. Remember, she's new age. And then he's going to text me and tell me, don't call me new age. You can't judge me. I'm not judging you. I'm telling you science. If you tell me two plus two is three and I tell you you're wrong, you say, oh, don't judge me. You can't judge me. And the cop pulls you over, goes 75 and a 55 and gives you a ticket. Don't judge me. The Bible says don't judge me. It's called science. It's called fact. And the world perverts things. It twists things. The cool thing about the Maseroth, and by the way, the word pervert, that's the right word. Because you guys don't know what words mean. I study words. I'm an etymologist by trade. Pervert. It, what it means is to alter something from its original course to state a distortion, a corruption. It's when you corrupt something, you pervert it. That's why we're wanting to pervert our kids at five and six years old, teach them about being gay, teach them about their, what to do with their little thingy-dingy, you know, and what, or how to get rid of it. I mean, it's crazy. The word is wicked. The wicked, think about the wicker furniture, outdoor furniture, it's that twisted wood. It's a whole bunch of strands of, like, wood kind of woven together. That's wicked, wicker, think about it. And wicked means evil or morally wrong. The the world is a counterfeit. You take something that looks real, but it's not real. 
Look at what they've done to the rainbow. The rainbow was given in Genesis 9 as a symbol of God's uh, uh, covenant with earth and with the animals of earth and with a man that all blood will have a requirement. Read it. That every life has value. You will be held account for every life you take in America, the home of abortions. Oh, my gosh. We, we got judgment coming, people, just like the Jews got Jacob's trouble coming for, for what's happened over the last couple thousand years. But he, he, God loves his children. He disciplines them. That's why he disciplines the Jews. That's why he disciplines those of us that are in the church. But there's a prophecy in the stars. Let me go through it real quick. Uh, and then after the break, I'll get to the 20 benefits that, that prove that it's better to give than to receive. So Virgo, right? A virgin will give birth to a beautiful, glorious, and righteous branch. The seed of the woman will be a man of humiliation who will rise uh, to be the desire of nations and will become exalted. Libra, the scales demand a price to be paid of the seed, a cross to endure. The victim will be slain and purchase a crown. Scorpio, there's a conflict between the seed and the serpent leading to a struggle with the enemy. The enemy is vanquished. Sagittarius, the double nature seed, servant king, triumph as a warrior and pleases the heavens, builds fires of punishment, casts down the dragon. Capricornus, uh, eternal life comes from his death. He's the arrow of Jehovah. Uh, he is pierced, yet springs up again in abundant life. Aquarius, he pours out living water from on high. Humanity drinks of the heavenly river, and the faithful live again. He's the deliverer of the good news, the gospel, carrying the wood of the sacrifice over the earth. Pisces, the Redeemer's people multiplied, uh, supported, and led by the Lamb. The bride is exposed on earth, and the bridegroom is exalted. Uh, Aries, the, Lord, the Lamb is found worthy. The bride is made ready. Satan is bound. The strong man triumphs. Taurus, the conquering ruler, comes. The sublime vanquisher to execute the great judgment. He's the ruling shepherd king. Gemini, the marriage of the lamb. The enemy is trodden down. The prince comes in great glory. Cancer, the great bride. The two houses of Judah and Israel are united. They are safely brought into the kingdom. Leo. The lion king is aroused for rending. The serpent flees. The, the bowl of wrath is upon him, and his carcass is devoured. The lion of the tribe of Judah rules as king forever and ever. His kingdom shall have no end. See, don't you get it? It's all about God. The, the 12 days of Christmas, have you seen it? This is what, this is what Christmas is about. Is your frame one of God or one of man as God? On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. That represents Jesus, the Son of God. We celebrate his birth on uh, the first day of Christmas. That's what this is. Second day of Christmas, what did he give? Two turtle doves. You know what? Doves, they're animals of peace. So this is the gift. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens. These birds represent faith, hope, and love. Isn't that beautiful? Fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds. One of the easiest, fastest of songs code to figure out. These fowl are the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. On the fifth day of Christmas, five gold rings. The gift of the rings represent the first five books of the Old Testament, known as the Torah, the Pentateuch. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave me six geese laying. The first story found in the Bible, each egg is a day in creation, a time when the world was hatched or formed by God. Seventh day of Christmas, seven swans are swimming. Ah, isn't that beautiful? 
the code of seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, prophecy, ministry, teaching, exhortation, giving, leading, compassion. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight maids of milking. Christ came to save even the lowest of the low. This gift represents the ones who would receive his word and accept his grace. Being a milkmaid was about the worst job one could have in England during this period. This code conveyed that Jesus cared as much about servants as he did about those with royal blood. The eight who were blessed include the poor in spirit, those who mourn, those who are meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, and those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. It's all about him. What is the gift of Christmas? Ah, it's the babe in the manger. It's hope. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Freedom 1570 is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Hello, this is Mr. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, a master trainer for Like It Matters Leadership Training. End-of-the-year giving is a tradition in our great country. For in this season of giving, we realize how blessed we are and how much we can bless others. Like It Matters has a registered nonprofit where we help people of all colors, creeds, religions, and beliefs. At Like It Matters, we have many ministries we fund. In addition to our daily radio show that helps with mental health and personal motivation, we also freely give our life-saving training, and we have ministries around the world. Whether it's an orphanage in Uganda, scientists in India, Christ Satisfies Ministries in Tampa Bay, or Minneapolis. When we see a need, we meet those needs. Your donations are needed to change lives, to give hope, and to help people know that they matter. Please consider a year-end tax-deductible donation. Go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. May God bless you accordingly. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, application. Yeah, I'm a little stoked. Anybody notice? I'm a little stirred up. Anybody notice? I'm a little flame that's burning bright, baby. You know, I love my Lord. I love my Lord, my God, with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my strength. And uh, I love my graduates. I love my listeners. Uh, I love people who want to be better. I love people who are not willing to accept good enough. I love givers. You know, to give is far more blessed than to receive. It was Jesus himself who said that. Matter of fact, I think Paul, I don't know if it's actually quoted, Jesus is quoted, but it was Paul, I think it's in the book of Acts. Yeah, here it is, uh, Acts twenty thirty-five. Uh, Paul is saying what Jesus told him, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So true. And a lot of people think that, a lot of people would wear the t-shirt, but if you looked at their actions, you know, the two things that really tell what's important to people is their daytimer and their checkbook. You know, you can say whatever you want, but what's really important to you? Well, where do you spend your money and where do you spend your time? So I asked this guy, uh, used to be a friend that we were kind of parting ways at his last coaching session and said, you know, what are you going to do when you're not wasting this trivial time on this homeowners association crap you're doing? You know, I was telling him what I'm doing. I'm, I'm keeping an orphanage in Africa going. We just got $500 more to out to Africa. I got uh, Jim Mullins at Christ Satisfied Ministries just said, man, we're really struggling. They just put together, I think, 1,500 baskets all over Tampa Bay. We funded, helped fund that a little bit. And now it's him. He's the pastor. Now he's at home, has no nothing put on the table. So we just had to figure out how to get $600 more to 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 Africa. We can only get 400 because we had money come in, so we'll have to send 200 more. And so now I'm thinking, okay, God, what am I going to do for Jimbo? Now, so here's the pastor who's taking care of all these other people, all these homeless, and Jimbo has uh, no money uh, for his own Christmas. Uh, see, that's giving. Now, it breaks my heart, and I'm going to do everything I can. I just emptied my, my last bank account, but we got money coming, hopefully, by the grace of God. So we we got to realize, we struggle with believing that giving is better than getting, let's be honest. And, and why wouldn't it? It's nice to get, right? We hoard stuff. We love security of having stuff. That's why we ha- you all have your 501c, uh, 401k, sorry, 401k and your, your savings and all that. Uh, we don't live out that way. I, I live on a manna diet. You know, God says, uh, uh, take enough for today because tomorrow will have its own worries. And then tomorrow, wake up and ask Jehovah Jireh to provide. Uh, and where's your faith? Oh, ye of little faith. You know, First John 3 says, this is, we know what love is. Jesus laid down his life for us. See, when we celebrate Christmas, without the, the crucifixion and without the resurrection, this is a wasted day. It was December 25th is not Jesus' real birthday. He's probably actually uh, incarnated somewhere in August, September. Uh, probably, just be honest with you, because uh, if it would have happened in winter time, there wouldn't have been uh, shepherds in the field. It would have been too cold. They would have been in the, in the shepherd's pen. So, you know, if anyone with early possession sees his brother in need, but withholds his compassion from him, how can the love of God abide in him? See, that rings in me. That's First John three seventeen. And by the way, First John three sixteen, not John three sixteen. By this we know what love is. Jesus laid down his life. Little children, let us not love in word and speech, but in action and truth. And by this, we will know that we belong to the truth and will assure our hearts in his presence. Even if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts and he knows all things. Remember Psalm 50, God owns all things. So let me a little, a little stay true to what I said. So I want to give you, I got this great article. 
It was from pushpay.com. I think there are people who fund like 501c3s like us and do ways to raise money. But I saw this as a great thing. 20 reasons why it is more blessed to give than to receive. Number one, giving is how God demonstrates his love for us. Right? Again, I said John 316 is probably one of the most famous. For God so loved the world that he gave. Stop there. We don't need to finish the sentence. That he gave. Just like in the beginning, God created. Stop there. Our first introduction to God is as creator. And then 25 verses later in Genesis 126, he says, let us make man in our image under our likeness. See, we were made to create. We were made in the God class. We were made as imagers of God. Why do you think he gave us free will? He had to because he made us in his image and God is free will. Matter of fact, how about this one? When did time begin? God's preexistent, eternal. He's the ancient of days. So when did, quote, time begin? It's an interesting question. It's not a riddle. It's, true. it's a question. Can I give you the answer, I believe, when there became more than one will? See, because God's will is all that really mattered. This is why you can pout and pout about being called New Age. If your spirituality doesn't include the shed blood of Jesus Christ, then your New Age, period, question mark, not needed. Okay, In the very presence of Jesus, that's the gift of Christmas, God demonstrates he is love, and love gives. Don't you see? It is better to give than to receive. Why? Because God is love. We are called to be like God, and love gives. Isn't that powerful? Giving makes you happy. Study after study after study about the happiness level of people who gave money charities is well-founded. Matter of fact, it was found in a 2002 survey in the National Opinion Research Center's General Social Survey. 43% of people who gave blood two or three times a year were very happy, as compared to the 29% who did not. Number three, giving communicates something important about our worldview. Remember, there's two worldviews. There's God is God and they're not. That's the other one. Keep it simple, soldier. Remember, the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. He wants to make you believe there's 22 options. There are two. It is God's way or not. It is God's team or the other. You're either saved by grace, by faith alone, by grace alone, in Christ alone, to the glory of God alone, and it's the Bible alone. The five solas of the Reformation. Giving communicates something Remember, it's all God's. That's what the tithe was set up for. I believe that the tithe is not for Gentiles. The tithe was given to the Jews, but I believe that we are to be joyful givers. I don't give God 10%. I give God 100%. It's all his. If somebody needs it and I got it, I give it. I live by the motto, see a need, meet a need. That's why I don't need you to be my friend. Uh, God has a lot of people in my life. I've been changing lives for 30 years. And God will provide. And my, quote, friend uh, who's retired and this woman spending all his money on her needs, uh, not giving to all of our charities that we support all these people around the world. So you can say this and say that, but what are you doing with your time and what are you doing with your money? Those two things tell more about a person than anything else. That's why God's going to open the book someday. And the books are going to be, what did you do with your time and what did you do with your money? They're not going to be called the time book and the money book. They'll be called other things, but that's really. And then they're gonna, the last thing is going to figure out why did you do anything? What was the motive of the heart? Number four, giving is the way God blesses others, right? We are conduits. We are pass-through agents, right? God doesn't often drop his providence out of the sky. He blesses us 
so that we will be able to bless others. As God gives me, I'm able to give out. I'm a conduit. Remember, you can be two devices. You can be a cistern or a conduit. A cistern is a bowl, a vase, a vase, something that holds things. Uh, a, a pit can be a, 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 a um, uh, not a conduit, a, whatever I was talking about, a cistern. Remember, Jer- Jeremiah was thrown into jail. He was thrown into a cistern. He was thrown into a, a well, a dry well. So you can either be a cistern or a conduit. You know, the, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth. A couple of underground waterways feed it, but nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. Get my point? Don't be a Dead Sea leader. Don't be a Dead Sea Christian. It's got to pour out of you. You are blessed to be a blessing for others. Quit holding on to it. Giving joyfully makes God happy. Right? Second Corinthians 8, 1, God loves a cheerful giver. Giving increases our social connectedness. In her book, The How of Happiness, uh, Sonia Lebomorsky writes, Being kind and generous leads you to perceive others more positively or more charitably. And this fosters a heightened sense of interdependence and cooperation in social community. Giving is an act of obedience, right? God tells us to give. God gave and so we give. Because God gave to us freely, we give to others freely. Giving is contagious. The pay it forward is, isn't a myth. It's a fact. And when you set an example for people, be the example. A picture's worth a thousand words. Number 10, giving gives your life meaning. That's why Jesus Christ was incarnated solely to give his life. There's no greater man that ever had meaning in his life than Jesus. And then he became the Christ. He's Jesus the Christ, not Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. Christ is his title. It's his job. It's his task. It's what he did. Uh, By the way, giving battles depression. Giving puts God in our debt. That's an interesting one. Whosoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is the disciple, truly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Matthew 10, 42. Hey, if you want this list, email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. That's M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. I want you to have a blessed Christmas. Give. Give good attitude. Give freely. Give eternal life. Give the word of God. Share it. I appreciate you listening. Share us with others as well. Merry Christmas. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. Ring it. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.